0: Yes, it is, Rob O'Hara. What does this song remind you of?
1: Uh, gotta say Back to the Future.
0: And when did Back to the Future come out?
1: 1985.
0: Yes. Just over 34 years ago, July 3rd, <laughs> oh I God. believe. It, I believe it was July 3rd. Um, but yeah, so we thought, uh, you know what? It is July. We're in the midst of summer. It's hot down there. It's hot up here. It's hot in my studio. <laughs> and uh, so we thought, hey, you know, movies are great. We love them. They're fun to, to, to review, but it's also fun to just kind of kick back and not take it so serious and talk about some old memories. So we thought, hey, we'll do the summertime memories, talk about some things from the summer. But before we get into that, what's, uh, what's been going on with you, man? Give us a little recap.
1: Oh, man. Well, um, let's see. My other house sold. Uh, I think, uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you've been watching this struggle. We, we purchased a new house last October and moved into it. And this is the first time we ever bought a house, uh, not on contingency. Normally we do that. Like where you buy a house, which is, and the deal is contingent on your old house selling. Right. Um, but this time we were like, oh man, our old house is so great. It'll sell, you know, by November. And then we were like, ah, it'll sell by December. And then January and February and March and April and May and June. I mean, it just went on and on. At, uh, at, so, yeah. At, we, at,
0: what point, at what point did you go,
1: uh, Susan, maybe it's not going to sell? Uh, you know, before we did it, Susan said, I have six months worth of mortgage payments saved up. So we're good for six months. Well, if you do the math, it's been nine months. So uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the first six months and you're just watching this money go, you know, drain out. Um, and then there there's all this crazy stuff, and I don't want to get into it too much, but it but it's amazing. Like when you like when I hire somebody uh for, for anything, when I hire somebody, it's because I think they could do the job better than I could do it by guessing. Like when I order a pizza from someplace, it's because I think you can make a pizza better than I can go to my kitchen right now and just try to make one. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. So when I hire a realtor and then after a while, it seems like they're just throwing out random ideas that might or might not work. I'm like, why am I paying you for the ideas? I could just flip a coin. I could guess. Let me give you an example. Okay. Um, the old house was big. We've talked about this had big giant, you know, in the living room area, big, tall ceilings. Um, and the realtor said, so most of the house was painted uh, that beige color that all houses were painted like 10, 15 years ago before all the new houses were gray. And my new house is gray, but it was a beige color. And we had gone in um, and put in some accent walls. Like there was a blue wall in one room. There was a uh, red wall in one room. It's very, My wife's very trendy. I'm not trendy. I would have a whole beige house covered in shelves with toys on it, right? Yeah. So, when we went to sell the house, the realtor says, um, I think you should repaint the whole house beige. Get rid of those accent walls. So, we checked with a painter, and the quote we got was $8,000. Oh, my God. To paint the house plus paint. That didn't include paint. So, we were like, we can't do that. I'm not doing that. So, instead, what we did was we had the painter paint over the accent walls. And then do any touch-ups. So it looked like it was all the same color, right? After a couple of months, the house didn't sell. We asked for feedback. And the number one feedback we got from people was, it looks too big because everything is just all the same color. Maybe you should put up some accent walls.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, So it was that kind of thing. When we first tried to sell it, uh, she said, get all your furniture out you know, it needs to be empty. And then the feedback was, it looks too empty. You should consider, you know, putting some furniture in there and and staging it. So it was just like, she was just randomly like contradicting herself. And every month that we would get feedback, that's like, well, that's another mortgage payment we made, you know? So, yeah. So at any point, did you get out a magic eight ball and just go,
0: Hey, let's see what happens.
1: It would have been just as accurate. So about 6 months we we had a, a contract with the first realtor for 6 months and at the end of it she said a lot of the feedback she's getting is that the beige color is outdated we should think about painting the house gray.
0: Now is this the same this is the same realtor who told you to paint beige, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So uh, at that point we were like you know what we need we need to go uh separate ways. We need to change. Yeah, we need to do something else because I'm not going to I can't drop 10 grand on painting a house. And then, you know how it is. Like if you paint the walls, well now the carpet's not going to match or the countertops or whatever. So, uh, yeah, we hired, uh, we switched realtors and the new realtor said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drop the price of the house, $20,000. We're going to sell it next week. And that's basically what happened. <laughs> she came in, she dropped the price. She knew the market. Um, so, I mean, we still, we made out really well cause we bought the house pretty low and, and, um, you know, we'd been paying the mortgage for seven or eight years. So we got a money back out of it. And, and, um, the new people that bought it, it's a younger couple. They have, um, four kids and one on the way and they homeschool. So they're looking for a larger house, you know, a lot of bedrooms and, and more room for that. So they seem to be happy with it. We're happy, you know, they got it. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just been, you do feel like, like, you know, when you have stuff like that going on, you don't think about it every day, but when it's over, then you just, you kind of like melt back in your chair, you know, you're like, ah, oh, it feels good. Like, you know, you know, it's over. Absol- know, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's, uh, that's some stressful, stressful stuff.
1: Yeah. But I'm glad it all
0: worked out for you.
1: Yeah. You, uh, having a good summer up there? Kids having fun this summer?
0: They are. Nicole, uh, got them all some passes for the pool so then we're going to the pool um we've got like three of them in town three different it's a pretty big town so the you know it takes her like five minutes she'll drop them off the pool and then i'll go pick them up or she'll pick them up after a couple hours so it's been it's been uh it's been very busy um just with other things going on got back from vacation it was down the shore in jersey um man vacation it's like you wait for it to come you wait for it to come and then it's gone you're like what right what the heck man you know so but um you know, like most of the country, it's 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 hot. It's been hot here. I really need to invest in some central air in my house. I have to, a window unit in my bedroom and in one of my son's bedroom up because we're upstairs. But mm-hmm. the rest of the house is just, you know, put a fan on. It,
1: it's interesting in different parts of the country because um, in Oklahoma, uh, I mean, I may have surely I've been in people's houses that didn't have uh, central heat and air. But I've never been in anyone's house that didn't have air conditioning. Like that's unheard of. Right. Like every single person has air conditioning. You know, our um the temperatures this week are all teetering on 100, basically. It's like 98, 99 every day. Um, but I remember when I moved to Spokane, I went and looked at an apartment, and the apartment it was okay. But then it turned out it was going to be a wait and I didn't have time to wait. I had to move in. Like I was living in a, a hotel. Like I moved up there, got a hotel and I was like, I got to get an apartment now, you know? So I went to a second apartment and they showed me the apartment and the lady said, and we're one of the few apartments that has air conditioning. And th- that was mind blowing to me. I, I, Cause first of all, I didn't ask at the first place because I never heard of a place yeah. that didn't have air you, conditioning. You just you know? assumed. Right. You know, but, uh, the The weather in Spokane was so much more mild than it here, is here in Oklahoma that a lot of people just didn't have uh, air conditioner. I think a lot of people have um, swamp coolers. Is that uh, you know what I'm talking about? Where they like it's uh, I guess it's like an evaporation kind of system.
0: I mean, we have we have dehumidifiers. Is that what you're talking about? Like it just takes no.
1: It's to... um yeah, it's some sort of, some sort of cooling thing, but it's not you know actual air conditioning. And when they said my unit had air conditioning, it meant it had a window air conditioner. Right. You know, that they, that they had added in. It wasn't like central, you know, that, that had been uh, pumped through the building. So, but yeah, uh, in Oklahoma, I just thought there was a news story. I guess this was a uh, controversy on Facebook last week where someone was, someone in New York, I think New York city had posted and, and they were saying that air conditioning is, um, uh, ruining, people because they want to stay indoors more and if you didn't have air conditioning you would go out and and um that air conditioning is a a luxury and it makes people lazy and and my response was if you would like to talk about air conditioning come to Oklahoma come down you know the the weather people right now they're calling this thing a heat dome Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's sitting over the state so it just traps in the heat um usually every year around August is when I start seeing the social media memes about people cooking cookies on their dashboard. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Like people, I've seen people do it at work. I mean, it's more of a joke kind of thing, but you can literally put cookie dough on, you know, uh, a cookie pan and put it in the dash of your car. And they will cook, like if you leave them there, you know, while you're at work or something. So, yeah, if you want to talk about not having air conditioning, come on down to the south and we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it down here. We're not going to talk about it, people that are up north. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely hot. And, you know, that kind of leads into uh, one of my first things that I remember of summer uh, as a kid, you know, and it was one of them was air conditioning, but it was different. Like, and maybe it's just because... I think maybe my wife is more similar to your wife where, you know, it it, 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 it matters how things look. Maybe mm-hmm. not the functionality as much as how it is presenting things, right? Um, mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, I remember my father got this like air conditioner. I'm not even kidding. I mean, this is in the 80s, probably early 80s, like 83 or so, 84, maybe even earlier. He got this micro or microwave. He got this air conditioning unit from like the '60s or something. It was it was ancient, and he put it in the wall, and that's all we have for the entire house. So my dad would hang sheets in every doorway to block off, so only the living room
1: <laughs> oh, okay would, would
0: get air conditioning. And I remember going to a friend's house, and it was the same thing. So like we had an upstairs at this house. Well, my father had a sheet hanging in the stairwell because there was when you walked up like four steps, if you turned around and looked up there was like a, a a door and there was, so you'd have to use a ladder to lean against it. And there was like storage over there. So he would open up that door and put a, like a sheet in there and then close it. So it would hang like a curtain. And mm-hmm. I remember it like thinking back at it now, it looks so tacky as a kid, <laughs> but I just remember when we got it, cause we had, didn't have it before that. It was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. But we would be upstairs and it was just like scorching hot. And, and, uh but you know, so, what my parents did is they ended up getting a pool. So we had we just had like an above ground pool. We had two of them. We had one, it was like white and and black, kind of I guess like checkered panels, right? So like a solid black panel for like three feet, then white, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, okay all the way okay.
0: around, yeah. So and I think it was about three feet deep, and we had that for a year, I think, when I was a young kid, and then my father was gonna splurge, right? <laughs> it was a big deal. Um, and, I mean, my my parents didn't have a, a lot of money. My mom was a lunch lady, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he made it happen. We got a we got a pool, like a four foot above ground pool. Had the deck, nice. and, and we we lived in that thing the entire mm-hmm. summer. And I lived right next to the Niagara River. And I don't know if that played into it, where they wanted to kind of make sure we didn't go in there because you weren't supposed to swim in there, and we did. But um. Yeah, man, I just just remember the smell of the blacktop when you would lay on it when you were all wet, right? Uh, and uh, I, I just remember that. And we would we would dare each other because we had two driveways at my house. Like we had a, a blacktop driveway, and then we had like a gravelly stone driveway that was kind of put in afterwards. And uh, you know, we would see who could lay on the blacktop the longest without getting up. You know, without having to lay on a towel. <laughs> Right,
1: and it would just those little challenges. Oh God,
0: as a kid, you know, and and you thought it just made you the biggest man in the world. But uh, God, man, I just remember that the the summer when I was young. It's just, I mean, we got to an age where we kind of, I didn't want to say grew out of it, but it maybe didn't use it as much as I became, like maybe twelve, thirteen. Yeah, you know, that's maybe when I got more into skateboarding and I would use it just to cool off after. But when I was younger, man, it was like it was. Swimming in the pool all day and coming in to cool off watching HBO movies.
1: So before you had that pool, did you ever have an actual kiddie pool? Like one of those little plastic things like that? Um, I want to
0: say that we did that I remember from pictures, but I don't think we did at at this house. I don't think so. (sighs)
1: So... I so we we never had a real swimming pool at my house but we had I remember maybe and it's probably just one summer that we had one of those little kiddie pools you know uh my mom babysat a lot of kids mm-hmm. now you would call it a at home daycare but back then we were like oh she just babysits kids you know and uh, so we had one of those little pools and my only real memory of it is I remember building boats out of Lego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we'd take them out there in the pool and, like sit there and and uh you know, like push them around and stuff like that. Now we had a neighbor, the butlers, and they lived all the way at the other end of our street. So we lived on one corner lot, they lived on the corner lot at the end of the street. So it's probably, I don't know, 15 houses down, right? And they were the closest people that we knew that had a pool. So occasionally they would say, Hey, do you want to come down and swim? And this is like a, I don't know, a 20 foot around, like a round pool, like a 20 foot pool. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, um, maybe four foot deep on the sides and then six foot deep in the middle. Like it was kind of tapered like that. And, uh, so you would go down there and, um, we would swim. I, we played a lot of uh, Marco Polo. That was big for us. Yep. Um, and a lot of, I don't think we ever dove into the pool, oh, but a no, lot of cannonballs, you know? No, no
0: diving. No diving. <laughs> no
1: diving. Right. Break your neck.
0: Which, a little... w- yes, that was the big thing. And I remember diving and like hitting my head and just instantly freaking out. Like that whole night, I wouldn't be able to sleep because I'd be like, I could have been dead. I could have been paralyzed.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, our big thing was uh, to make a whirlpool. We love making whirlpools, so we would. Uh, now, now you gotta imagine this: the Butlers have three girls. Okay, so they have three daughters, and the youngest one is the same age as me. So it would be me and my sister, and then my mom babysat the Willrass. So it was my best friend Andy, and then the daughter is the same age as my sister, and then there was a they had a brother that was in the middle. So there's five right there. Plus, it could have been one or two more. Stragglers, people going (laughs) along. (laughs) So we would bring eight people, and they had three people. So there's eleven people in this pool, and then we would say it's time for a whirlpool, and then everybody would start walking counterclockwise, walk. Every you got your arms out to the side, trying to move as much water, you know, walk and walk, and then all of a sudden you start feeling like the water's pushing you, you know, and you keep walking and it would keep going. Then all of a sudden you're like, okay, everybody. And then you pull your legs up and we would just float around in a circle. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. But, you uh, know, what?
0: I did, I did too until you brought that up. And I remember we had like this inflatable pillow and I remember my brother would like hold the pillow and almost push down on it as he was walking to extra, like to get a little, a little bit more extra, <laughs> boost it, uh, boost right? with the water. And, Excuse me. We would um, we would do that where we'd like put our legs up, almost in like a cannonball, right? But then we would say reverse. And
1: yeah, then you, then you to, had to go upstream. Yeah, you were trying to
0: swim against against it. Yeah, man, that was so yeah. that was so much fun. I I mean, I can't believe the amount of hours that we uh, spent in the pool, and mm-hmm. I, and and I think too, it, you kind of I look back at it now because we've had let's see, we had a pool at my old house for the kids. And it was one of those ones like you can buy it at Walmart or wherever where they're like the blue pool and you mm-hmm. blow, you blow up the top ring. Yes. And it kind yeah. Kind of like self brings itself up and everything.
1: Yep. Like we yeah, had, we that, had
0: one. yeah, we had two of those at my old house and then we never got one here because um, unlike when we were kids, you know, we wanted to keep an eye on our our kids when they're on the pool in the pool, just in case. <laughs> right. Um, what when I was a kid, man, it was just like mom was maybe in the house or mom wasn't home, and it was just because, I
1: don't remember an adult being around us at yeah. all doing all this.
0: All they would say is they'd say two things, actually three. Rinse your feet off before you get in the pool. No diving. Yes. No diving in the pool, and rinse your rinse your feet before you get in the house because we where my house like the the pool is more like in the backyard. She'd so had you know, get grass and all that stuff. And I remember my yeah. mom would have like this little thing, like a it wasn't even a Tupperware. It was like some weird contraption with water, and you had to rinse your feet off. You know, so like if your friends came, oh, we oh go yeah. rinse,
1: rinse your feet off
0: because they didn't want the grass in the pool,
1: <laughs> right? And the other that's thing important was, when you're the guy who has to clean the pool.
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like we didn't <laughs> clean the pool; my parents did. You know, yeah. the only thing we had to do was like maybe. You know, go put chlorine in the pool, and you have to put two tablets in there, right? And and then my mom or my dad would come out with the little pH kit and little droppers. Oh and, yeah, You yeah. know, oh, we gotta have to shock it. Got to put shock in
1: there. No swimming tomorrow. Right. So the um, the butlers, the same people that own the pool, were the first people. Uh, a few years after that, they opened not the butlers, but <laughs> the city. They opened whitewater which is our big water park. It's still open today. My kids have passes. Everybody has Whitewater passes. Uh, We have uh, Frontier City, which is owned by Six Flags. It's like a subsidiary of of Six Flags, and Whitewater is owned by the same company. So you get a pass, and it works for either one. So you could go to the water park, or you could go to Frontier City. So the first couple of years that Whitewater was open, the passes... I don't even think they were laminated. They were just like a piece of paper and it had your name on it. So they had three, three daughters. They had Robin, uh, Lori, and gosh, I can't remember the third one, but anyway, uh, so there was no pictures on it. So occasionally they would let us borrow their passes. So we would go to Whitewater and I would, cause I'm Rob, I would always get Robbins and I'd just be like, "Yep, my name's Robin," and show it to them. And I mean, they didn't even look at the name because right. you know you have a pass or whatever. And and uh, my sister's name is Linda, so I think she was Lori. And then um, I don't know. I think my mom used the third one or whatever. But we would just borrow their pass to go to Whitewater, you know. And it kind of uh, that kind of changes things, you know. I mean, obviously having a pool in the neighborhood is convenient, but when you could go to Whitewater and they have all the giant slides and the rapids and. And all that kind of stuff, you know. Then it makes the the backyard pool. I mean, it's, it's more convenient to get there because we weren't old enough to drive. But uh, but the water park was uh, was really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was. I didn't really. We would go sometimes. We have amusement park amusement parks nearby that we would go to. And I'm like a lazy river guy. But mm-hmm. one one other thing I remember is, and I don't think people really do this now as much as we did in the '80s with pools. And then we can kind of move on to a next topic, but we would have like inner tubes from like tractors as you you know what I mean? Like now, now you could go and you get every, you know, just
1: buy one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Unicorns or whatever, but they were legit inner tubes from like tractors. So they might be oddly shaped and one side would be like kind of bulging (laughs) more. Like there's a reason why it's not leaking, but it's not in a tire or whatever. And they have the big giant stems on them. So you have to watch out and they would get hot, you know, they'd be hot in the pool. Because the sun was just beating on them, and the water would bring you
1: know. Oh I, yeah. I just yeah, remember
0: yeah. that and the smell, like. Um, but yeah, like now you don't see that anymore. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know how my parents got them. It's just like I remember we had three of them, and one was real big, one was skinnier, and <laughs> one was like small and half deflated all the time. It's yeah. c- it's crazy. Like, I, I mean, <sighs> I, I don't know. I just think. And again, they, I, we would take them to the river. They didn't know it at the time, but it's that whole thing where back then, like, you kind of just had free reign and your parents. I don't know if it's like your parents just trusted you or they just, it was just the way it was, right? You just. Right, yeah. And like, it was
1: like, and, and with the inner tube thing, it's like doing more with less. You know, I tell you what it reminds me of is um, I went to a kid's birthday party one time, and this is like, I don't know, fourth, fifth grade. And, um, He had a slip and slide. Oh, God. (laughs) And it was the official, you know, it was bright yellow, and you hooked the hose up and it had all the little things to keep it wet and everybody, and it was so fun, right? And so I came home from that party, and that weekend I decided I was going to make my own slip and slide. (laughs) (laughs) This is totally true. So I went in the kitchen, and I got, like, I don't know, seven or eight of those hefty trash bags, like the big black yeah, ones, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we had a croquet set. You remember croquet? Yes, we Everybody, everybody Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody, you know, when, you, when I go to uh, thrift stores now, like every time you go, there's a croquet set. Like, I think everybody had one of those. Yeah, croquet and garage.
0: jars. And jars.
1: Yes, yeah. And... Remember it had like the little metal, you know, loose, right? Yep. So that's what I used. I got all those little metal things and I just pinned down those trash bags um, and made it like in a big line. And then I just hosed the whole thing down with the garden hose. And then I just put the garden hose at one end. So it was kind of spraying down there, you know, and like all these neighborhood kids came over. I mean, I'm not going to say it worked great. It didn't work as good as... um, the one that you had purchased, but it worked okay. Right. Uh, but then I remember that night we pulled it up. I pulled up all those metal stakes. We pulled up all those, uh, trash bags and stuff. And underneath it was the biggest mud pit. (laughs) Like it had totally destroyed our, unfortunately my, my parents were never huge lawn people, you know, but uh I mean it was destroyed. It was just like a giant mud pit. All the grass was like either washed off or whatever. I, like there was a spot there for probably uh, I don't know, two or three weeks where you could see where we had done it. But
0: my father would kill me. He would kill <laughs> me. We weren't allowed to have a slip and slide. And I'm I, I uh I know that one of uh one of my childhood neighbors listens to the show. Uh I don't know every episode, but if you're listening uh, Sean, I swear you guys had a slip and slide. The Grants across the street—I've talked about them before. Uh, I swear they had one, but I don't know if I was ever on it. But I, I thought they did, and maybe I, if they did, maybe I was on it or so. But I know that my brother Scott and I wanted a slip and slide so bad, and my dad was like, "No, ain't happening. Not happening. Not in my yard." So
1: I will throw out one other thing too. When I was a kid, we had a few a few of my friends had birthday parties, like summer birthdays and you would go to the pool like the community center pool or whatever, you know, go there and have these parties. And so, um, when my kids were young, we decided to do the same thing. My daughter's birthday is in the end of June. So, we looked into uh renting out the pool, the local community center pool, and I think Friday or Saturday night, either one, you can reserve the pool. So like from, we rented it from six to nine, a three hour block. So it's only for us. Like, I mean, they close it down and it's a private party to have the pool. It's $50 an hour. Hmm. I was like, why are we not doing this every weekend? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I should no. just rent the pool every week. I mean, maybe for an hour, and then just, like, me and my wife go up there for an hour <laughs> and just float in the pool or whatever. I mean, I was like, I thought it would be, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, and, and you get to bring your own cupcakes and, and drinks and stuff like that, so it's literally just a party with you and your friends i want to do it for the adults like i, I want to do. call all my buddies and be like hey let's rent it for three hours and then just go up there and float on it i could stuff.
0: i could see it and i could see people that are coming to the pool and they don't know that it's closed for a private party oh, just standing yeah. on the other side of the fence watching you and your oh, buddies the
1: saddest things yeah
0: drift around on unicorn uh, floaties and <laughs> eating cupcakes in the pool
1: yeah i want to be on i want to like just be on the floating with a wine cooler and a cupcake just out there in yeah. the middle, you know?
0: <sighs> Rob times. drinks such manly drinks. Hey, so uh, uh, we, 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 I, I gave you an update prior to get on, getting on the show here, so I'm going to give you a little update here now. Um, studio temperature is now up to 84. It was 80. Oh, was I it? see you there. What was it 81 when we started? Yeah. Yeah, so the studio is 84, and outside temperature was 81, and it is now 78, so... Something's not right here. Now I, I, I may be opening a window soon. You're, you're in darks in the neighborhood.
1: I listened to uh, the last horrified chicken. And uh, if you haven't, if you don't, first of all, if you don't listen to horrified chicken, you should go listen to it. It's Sean and his wife, Nicole. They talk about horror movies. She is a huge uh, horror aficionado. Sean is just kind of getting into the genre. I think he likes them uh, a little more bit. than he did yeah. before you started. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, but there's a, a big discussion on the last uh, episode. You have to remind me which, which uh, movie it was so uh, people can find I it. I
0: believe it was um, Chud. Was it Chud? Chud,
1: yeah. Um, where there's some discussion about uh, not being fully dressed.
0: Yeah. Actually, in the studio. I think that, that was actually to a topic that was brought up in two uh, two episodes in a row because it gets hot in here. Like. I got to figure something out. I got to figure something
1: out. So for those uh, uh, regular listeners to throwback reviews know that in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be in New York. Yes. I'm going to be at Sean's house. We're going to do some podcasting.
0: Not in the studio, though. We'll be in the basement at the bar.
1: All right. Because I'm, I mean, I, like, I think we need to talk about things like if we're boxers or briefs or, you know, what's the... uh, Hey, yeah. People, Maybe it's eighties. I could give me a nice uh, fishnet top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do that. We could do a live stream too. Yeah, no, that you're right. That is awesome. Uh, you know, side tangent, Rob is coming up here in a couple weeks and I'm really looking forward to it. My kids are looking forward to it. My wife is looking forward to it. You're going to be, uh, we're going to record throwback reviews. We're going to throw, we're going to record a horrified chicken with you on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward. It's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be fun. Uh, the kids, you've been up before. The kids absolutely fell in love. It's funny. I told Gabe, my youngest, the other day, I said, Hey, uh, Mr. Rob's coming up. He's going to be visiting in a couple of weeks. He goes, You mean Uncle Rob? Like they fell in love with you. They fell in love with Rob when he was up here. And they, they were like, Yeah, he's Uncle Rob. So it's going to be cool. I, I, maybe we'll have like some freak uh, weather where it's like only in the 70s. And then we can record here. But if it's, if it's like this, Excuse me. It's not. It's not happening.
1: If we can, uh, when it, and me, you, and uh, your wife podcast, and then we all three kids, will just have paper fans. We just make them. Uh, yeah, fan the whole time. All are time. Yeah, that's right. So, how do you like Uncle Rob now? <laughs> Get my
0: left <laughs> side, kid.
1: Exactly.
0: All right. So uh, let's move on. You got it. You got a uh, summer memory topic, or
1: hmm? You know, uh, one of the things I was thinking about was. When I think of the summer, one of the things I think about is games that we used to play outside, you know, like with other kids. Um, We had a, the neighbor across the street, all of our lots were like half acre lots. So the neighbor across the street uh, had a half acre and then there wasn't a house behind them. So there was just an empty half acre. So that's where we played a lot of football. We played a lot of uh, impromptu baseball back over there. But when I think about summer, for some reason, I think more about nighttime. You know, like we would play hide and seek late at night. We would play Ghost in the Graveyard. Did we talk about Ghost in the Graveyard? I don't know if um I,
0: I, I think we may have or we've I mean, we talk all the time off mic. So and it even yeah. sounds like something my wife may have done, too.
1: Yeah, Ghost in the Graveyard was like almost like reverse hide and seek. Like one person would be the ghost, and everybody would go hide. And then uh, once they spotted somebody, everybody they would once they spotted somebody they would shout Ghost in the Graveyard, and everybody would have to run to like whatever home base was or whatever. And whoever they tagged also became a ghost with them. So like if there were 10 kids, so if they tag somebody, now there's two ghosts. So then when you do it again, but now there's two ghosts looking for people. And then you would keep doing it and doing it until there was only one person left. So now you have nine ghosts. So instead
0: of yeah, so instead of the normal tag you're it, it's tag you're with me. That's
1: right, right. right. Now, here's a topic that I was thinking about, and I don't think we've ever talked about this on or off the air before. I want to talk about sneaking out at night. Now, not like once you were old enough to drive or anything like that, but I want to tell you a story. I started, this was one summer, this is around the time, this must have been seventh or eighth grade because my buddy Jeff, I met Jeff in seventh grade and I remember Jeff was involved in all this. We were talking to neighborhood kids and they started saying, Hey, you want to come meet us tonight at two in the morning? And I'm like, are you crazy? Like my parents would never let me out at two in the morning. They're like, no, no, no. We all sneak, sneak out and we go meet at this kid's uh, driveway. And I'm like, well, what do you do? I go, I don't know. We hang we just, out. Right. We sneak out. And you know, it was like the warriors, right? Where, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was, it was like, you were the only people around, you know? So, um, my buddy Jeff and I, we decided we were going to do it. Right. And so uh, I didn't have a screen on my bedroom window. It was just a window. The screen got ruined a long time ago. So I could open the window and we could just hop out the window. And so we made dummies in my bed, we laid out like pillows, you know, and. I had a motorcycle helmet and I think we used the Darth Vader helmet. we covered it with blankets. So it looked like we were laying in bed, right? You were a regular old Ferris Bueller. That's exactly. It's exactly. not quite as high tech, <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so we would sneak out and we went down and it was, it was very strange experience. Just, you know, 15 kids, all of us out at two or three in the morning. Um, I remember they, there was a, uh, a game one one kid had taken a tennis ball and soaked it in kerosene or something and then put it in a sock and he would light it and he would wave it around <laughs> his head. So you got this flaming ball, but then eventually it would burn through the sock and it would just fly off in, in some direction, you know. Uh there was I I never uh was involved in this, but there was definitely some peeping Tom action going on where people would go up and see like if you could see someone in their house you know um there were rumors that there was a girl who you know slept in the nude or something and if you were there on the right night you could go to that window and, and see that Rob, but we is, probably
0: this is a family podcast <laughs> save it for horrified chicken
1: she slept in a clear nighty let's mm-hmm. say A light night. But we did this like several times, like four or five times, you know? And I don't, We, we didn't do anything. Uh, like we didn't vandalize anything. We didn't steal anything. We didn't damage anything. It was just this thing where we would all sneak out at, we would all set our alarms at three in the morning or whatever and go out and just walk around the neighborhood, you know? And so one time, uh, well, and there's there's two endings to this, but but the first one is uh, one time Jeff and I did this. We put the dummies in my bed, and the thing was before we went out, we would peek out in the living room and make sure my parents weren't there or anything, right? And my dad was out there, but he was asleep on the couch, so we're like, uh, he won't wake up, so we uh, snuck out, went running around the neighborhood doing whatever we were doing, and we come back in and I'm like, I got to make sure my dad's still there. And so I peeked out and my dad was still asleep on the couch. He had the blanket up, pulled all the way up. You know, I was like, okay. I, th- I, think, so- I,
0: I think I know where this is going, but go ahead. <laughs> the next
1: morning, I mean, we hide all, we'd take apart the dummy. The next morning we go out in the living room. Dummy's still there laying on the couch. I mean, it looks like my dad's there. And I'm like, my dad never sleeps in like this. And we go out there. And sure enough, my dad has built a dummy on the couch (laughs) with pillows and put a blanket over it. And I was like, we're screwed. We are totally. And you know what? My parents never said anything about it. I mean, they never said a word, but that's kind of how my parents did. Sometimes it was like, they didn't have to spell out that you were busted. You just knew you were busted and you better not do it again.
0: Well, you do know? you do you think there's a is there a possibility since you didn't talk about it with them that you weren't busted, but it was just your father's way of trying to be sneaky as a deterrent in case you were to, to try and sneak out?
1: Um no, I'm sure what happened is he saw found the dummies in my bed and then went and made his own dummy and so that he would know that So we would know that he knew that we knew. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so again, comparing parenting skills of the eighties to the parenting skills of today. (laughs) Right. If I were to find that I would be in the car. Well, I first, I go on life 360, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I'd be in the car looking for my kid.
1: I I have a story that's, that someone on uh, along those lines, but, but I'll, tell you one other story real quick. So there was this, that there was a crew, a regular crew of kids that snuck out while I quit doing it. Right. (laughs) And so there was a kid who was three years younger than me. Um, He was definitely the youngest of the neighborhood kids. And so if I was in eighth grade, I mean, he would have been in fifth grade. He was a little kid, you know, Mm -hmm. and he was snuck out with everybody And, um, when he got home, his mom had discovered and his mom was, I mean, it was a single mom. There was a lot of tough love going on in that house and she locked him out, locked Hmm. him out of the house. And so, uh, I think I was up for some reason. Someone tapped on my window and they were like, Hey, this kid doesn't have anywhere to go. Now I had a computer desk. My dad had built out of a door like he took a solid core door and just put legs on it. So it's, you know, six feet or seven foot long or whatever is this big giant computer desk. So I got the kid in and I put a pillow down and a blanket underneath my desk and I just let him sleep there. I didn't know what to do, you know. And um uh, I thought that uh as a kid, I thought I might get in trouble from my parents for doing this, you know. And then the next day, you know, he when the sun was up, he left. And uh I told my parents and my mom was like, No, you're not gonna be in trouble for doing that. You know, it was just something that felt like right. somebody like you needed to take care of this kid a little bit, you know. And better than him uh,
0: being out on the streets all night.
1: Right. Just out there, yeah. you know doing that. So
0: Yeah, you um, know, we I didn't I didn't sneak out a ton at that age now, but I do remember uh, there was a night where I did it. it was probably about the same time it was like the i think it was like the summer of like between seventh and eighth grade and there was a yeah. bunch of us and there was this house uh that this girl lived, in her parents were kind of like i think they were like you know I think they were like old hippies or not even old, but they were you know kind of like that and, and uh and I think one was a photographer the parent they they, they weren't never there right and so that was kind of like the hangout house and I remember a bunch of us pulled an all nighter and And uh, I remember we were like, there was like this like football field behind her house and like bleachers. And then there was a little, we had, uh, it's not there anymore. I don't really know if there's many, but there was like a cement kiddie pool, right? And we would skateboarding this thing all the time. Now it wasn't rounded and the ledges were probably like two feet maybe, but it was great because you could be inside the pool skating and, you know you could ollie up and slide or grind or whatever yeah, or you nice. could or you could do it from the outset so i, I remember i remember just skating there cuz there was lights but then then cars started coming so you had to kind of like hide out cuz we were too young but mm-hmm. um and i remember my buddy Shane i was sleeping at his house and his parents were out for the night and he had a girlfriend and uh so we went to her house he's like hey let's go to my girlfriend's house or whatever so you know of course i'm third wheel at this point and we're at her house or her, her parents were there whatever and they're making out the, they're making out the whole time and it was such like an 80s movie where like i'm on the couch and they're on the couch making out and almost like like at times like, like leaning on me and stuff <laughs> um, but, but i remember like we had to leave right and uh and so oh no she actually came that's it she came to his house we had to take her home And he had, I think it was a Haro. Remember Haro bikes?
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. He had a Haro and he had Mm -hmm. the front and
0: back pegs. So that's what I remember. She She rode on the pegs on the way home. We took her home and then we rode our bikes back to his. And I remember we're riding back to his house and we are like within a mile of his house. And this car is coming up. It's at night. It's probably like, I don't know, it's probably like 11 or something. It's probably not as late as I'm thinking, but... We weren't supposed to be out. Like he was supposed to stay home. And all of a sudden, this car rolls up, and the window rolls down, and this like deep, scary voice says, did you have a good time, Shane?" And then just drives <sighs> off. It's his dad,
1: oh. dude.
0: I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, see ya. He's, <laughs> like, yeah. I have father, a story that's so similar. <laughs> his father was like this scary. You know, when you're back then, like, you know, dads were scary. Oh, someone
1: else's dad would definitely hit you that's what i felt you, you felt know? like
0: it or i was going to watch him like like his dad had like a heavy bag in the basement and you know he worked he he worked in a factory which was scary and guess what i work in that factory now um and it's funny because um so anyways we went back to the house i was going to leave and go home i was by my house and he was like dude you can't leave me no and i remember he got his ass chewed out for pretty good he didn't get hit or nothing but it was it was like it was scary, um, right. But yeah, when I got hired at my job now, I've been there 22 years. I remember seeing his father there, and even to that day when I got hired, like I wanted to go up and say, "Hey, whatever." But he scared the shit out of me so much as a kid that I was like, "I don't know if he'll remember me or or what." So I never, I never did, and and I wish I would have. Um, I think.
1: He's, oh, I'm sure looking back, he would appreciate it more.
0: Yeah. So it was. Yeah. That was kind of my, uh, my my stuff was sneaking out. All right. Somewhere.
1: So I got a story for you this was the summer between my junior and senior year. So I was still 16. Okay. Uh, I spent the night at my friend Scott's house, drove over there in my Firebird and another friend of ours, Bill. So it's me, Scott and Bill also came over to spend the night. So it was the three of us uh, spending the night was yes. Um, And so curfew was like 11 o'clock let's say so about 10 30 i said hey before and this is a friday night right uh before uh, curfew i said hey let's go to taco bell you know fourth meal right let's go get some tacos or whatever so we hop in my firebird we go to taco bell and we order and we pull up to the window and there's this girl working in the drive-thru um Yeah, somewhat attractive girl, you know, and uh, you're you're 16. You want to impress your buddies that you're with, right? And um, so the girl gives us our food. She says, uh, you know, can I get you anything else? I said, how about I give you this dollar bill? You write your phone number on it for me. (laughs) That's my cool pickup line. It
0: it sounded cool.
1: Yeah. She says, uh, how about this? I get off at two. Why don't you boys come back and pick me up? We'll go out. (laughs) Mm-hmm. She she called you out. She definitely called us out. So I'm like, you bet, baby. <laughs> so we, we take our tacos. We go back to Scott's house. Um, Scott's mom, uh, and, and I'm still very good friends with Scott, and I'm very good friends with his parents. Scott's mom is kind of the... Um, Probably you could see her as a homeroom mom type of mom. Okay. Scott's dad, I believe, is a veteran. Uh, And definitely if he yelled or got angry, you would be afraid. Okay. So we go back to Scott's house. We eat our tacos. And then um, I'm like, guys, two o'clock, we got to go pick up this girl. They're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I have no idea, but we, we got to do this at two in the morning. You know, I have this super loud firebird, you know, so we set our alarm or something. We wake up at two in the morning. We go out, we put my car in neutral and push it down the street, like back out of the driveway and coast down to the end of the street. So when I start it, it won't wake his parents up or anything, right? We start the car. We go to Taco Bell. She's there waiting on us. We're like, well, what do we do? And the only place in this town that was open at two in the morning was the Kettle. Did you guys have the Kettle? Or is it, I don't know if no, that's more local. Never or, heard of the Kettle. Eh, it's like the IHOP. I mean, okay. it's it's kind of like IHOP. Twenty four hour. Is it more like a Waffle House? Uh, they had a, their big thing was they had a breakfast buffet that ran all night long. I mean, twenty four hour breakfast buffet. So uh, I bet that was we delicious. We, but we, yeah, those <laughs> eggs that are like a chunk of scrambled eggs, like yeah. one block, you know. Uh, but we didn't have enough money for four buffets. <laughs> so we had enough for one order of nachos and four waters. <laughs> this is really impressing this girl, you know. So we order these nachos and we drink these waters and we're making small talk. She's the same age as us, but she goes to the next school over, which is why we didn't recognize her. Uh-huh. And uh, then she says, Well, she needs a ride home. So we take her to her home. It's probably three in the morning now, drop her off. Um, now we go back to Scott's house. We go back to Scott's house. You know, I'm idling down the street real quiet, you know. And as we pull up to Scott's house, we notice all the lights are on.
0: Oh, see you, buddy.
1: Yeah, you can see the silhouette of the, uh, you know, in the kitchen, like behind the shades, his parents are sitting at the table there by the front window. And I was like, buddy, you're on your own. I dropped Scott off and we took off. Oh,
0: my God. You
1: did bail on him. Yes, we left him hanging. So now I'm like, I mean, you're a kid. I have no resources, right? No, No cell phone, no nothing. So this is what we did. There was a field in my neighborhood where we used to go ride bikes. I went and parked my car in the field, and we slept in a Firebird. Bill slept in the back seats. I sat in the front seat, and we slept there because my mom left for work at 7 in the morning. So this was our thing, and this is our whole plan. Wait till my mom goes to work at 7. At 7.05, we'll go to my house, (laughs) and then we can, you know, and then no one will be the wiser, Right. So we're parked in this field. My mom drives by. We see her go the other way. I'm like, oh, coast is clear. We go to my house. Two minutes later, my mom does a U-turn, comes right back and busts us. Okay? I'm like, how do we get busted? Well, we got busted because Scott's mom at 3 in the morning started calling every single person she knew, trying to find where we had gone. So Scott's mom had called my mom and woke up and said hey we're missing she called my friend jeff's house she called everybody's house looking for us thanks a lot
0: scott
1: yeah so my mom hadn't my mom had been up since three in the morning worried about where we were so we come home i don't know if she saw me or if she just happened to double back or whatever but she came back and uh you know, I remember her yelling and stuff. And I was like, listen, I I literally, this is the only time I ever said this. I was like, I just spent four hours trying to sleep in a firebird. I've been up all night. I'm going to go to bed. You go to work. When you come home, you can yell at me. (laughs) She was like, okay. And and that was it. Like, and I was grounded for, I don't know, like weeks and weeks or whatever. And what's funny is that a friend of mine uh, from high school, oh, my other buddy Jeff ended up dating that girl for years, like uh-huh. several years after that. So uh, I don't think she was impressed with the the nachos and water that we were able to offer, you know. Uh, and it, it is very much like an '80s movie when a, a girl was like, "All right, big boys, show me what you got." And what we had was enough money between us to buy a five dollar plate of nachos
0: <laughs> and, and a bazooka <laughs> and gum, waters. and a bazooka gum comic in your pocket <laughs> with your fortune on it.
1: So that pretty much cured me of uh, sneaking out of the house in this area. Yeah,
0: I guess it would. I guess it would. Well, I'm going to step back to uh younger years again, uh when we were innocent. So going back to my neighborhood, we had uh we had some neighbors across the street. They were older folks, uh the Robinsons, and uh I believe they were from like Pennsylvania originally or whatever, and they had uh, their grandsons would come to visit with their with their you know parents, uh, and it seemed like they would come up like twice a year, you know, and at least in the summertime they'd come up, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Mister Robinson was a. Uh, I'm going to assume he was probably a world war two vet because when they would come up, we would play war. I mean, we play war, we play war anyways, but like right. they, they had like this, uh, like this box of, uh, you know, like, uh, some, some uniform type stuff. Like, I guess they'd be called, I think gators, right. That you put over your boots, you know, you know, on your oh, okay, yeah, sure. And I can't remember what else, but there was like, it was like stuff where you're like, Oh wow, that's real war stuff, you know? And, uh, so it was cool when they came up, but the way my house was, we had, and I'm going to show you when you're up, um, a back alley. You know, I've talked about it before. It's not a back alley like you would think in, you know, uh, Adventures in Babysitting, you know, in the city or something like that. Like, this is in the normal suburbs, and there was just, like, basically a plot of land that was nobody's, and so mm-hmm. it just kind of grew whatever and uh fences went up to it and then another fence went up to it so there'd be like maybe uh, i'm thinking back as a kid maybe 10 foot wide and then just a whole block length and so we would play down there play war but we would ditch in people's backyards and stuff and and there was like some there's a little bit of this like wooded area before this apartment was built and then there was a house that was on the back street and had a little bit of wood so you would kind of you know it was all back you know we did rambo a few weeks about a few weeks ago or a month or so ago and, you know, that's where it felt like that, right? It felt like you were in Rambo or something, like you were in the jungle at, at times. And, right. man, I could just remember we would play war for just hours and hours. And, you know, when you're a kid at that age... Um, you know, now I'm sure she's kids probably have cell phones and they have apps where it's like, if they shoot their gun at you, it tells you if you're hit. But like back then it was just, you know, bam, 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 I shot you. no, you're dead. You're
1: me. You know, there's always that, like,
0: you know, arguing <laughs> right. whether or not someone got hit. And then if you got hit, like someone would like pretend they were like the, the medic real quick and stuff. Like I can just, <laughs> I can just, I can just remember because was, I don't think
1: we had a medic.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'd have the medic and everything. And, uh, or it would just be one of the other guys, you know, when you're platoon. But I can just remember playing war and having such a good time as a kid, man, uh, just for hours. Just
1: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, so there was one year. This is probably like fifth or sixth grade because we did the same thing. We would play war. We had the creek in my backyard, you know, and um, so I came up with this. I came up with this idea, and it was too uh solve the issue that you just said of I shot you. No, I didn't shoot you. Right. So this was my idea. We had like 10 kids, you know, uh, little neighborhood kids. And so everybody got those plastic sacks, you know, like a plastic grocery sack or whatever. Yeah. And and we went home and everybody took like an entire roll of paper towels and would rip them off like each one and then put them under the sink and so like everyone became like a big like a big giant spitwad right (laughs) like that you could throw Uh and so you put them all in this sack and so this was my idea that we could play war but instead of saying oh I shot you or whatever you would just peg them with this giant spitwad thing (laughs) and then it would splat on them or something you know and um, you you guys are
0: freaking gross down in Oklahoma
1: oh yeah So this is the only memory I really have of that. I don't even remember if, if, if it ever worked, but my, so my next door neighbor, it was the same way. There was a half acre lot between our houses and then there was their house. So we, you know, there was these big lots. So you had to say like, okay, here's, you know, uh, the boundaries. Like you would say, you got to stay between this and this and whatever. Right. So I went over to my neighbor's house and I was looking for a good spot where I could like hit people. And there was this tree and I start climbing this tree and it was right next to my neighbor's house and then there was a big branch and it went to, like a foot away from their roof so i just went and got on the roof you know mm-hmm. which now I, I don't think i like if i found some stranger's kid on my roof of my house i don't think i'd be too happy um but i went up there and i had my little bag of spitwads and i kind of went over <laughs> the crest you know and i'm just like waiting for people to come by and the where where it was is like I only had a really small view, like someone had to come up pretty close to the house. But if they did, I was going to peg them, you know. And I waited and waited and waited. This happened to me one other time. Uh, And I waited so long that no one else was playing the game. (laughs) Like everybody else had quit and gone on to do something else. And here I am in the middle of summer, sitting on my neighbor's roof with a bag full of (laughs) spitwads. I remember. I just remembered this. I totally forgot about this. At one point, the neighbor came out to take their trash out, and they had come out with a trash can. And I was just like being super still, you know. And they never saw me. Um, and they took their trash out and came back in. But were you tempted? Yeah, I, were you tempted to
0: throw a spit wad at
1: them? You know, not someone's parents. No, you know, because uh, they would. There would be. There would be issues, you know. But I just remember being up there for like an hour. And then when I came down, like, I saw everybody out riding their bikes. I'm like, what the hell? That's <laughs> time we were playing this. They're like, oh, no, we quit doing that, you know? Um, one time when I was in second grade, I went over to a friend's house, and we were playing hide-and-seek in the house. Like, there's only so many places to hide, right? Like, under a bed or in a closet or whatever. Well, I found the closet in the master bedroom, and they had a hamper in there. And I pulled, I pulled my friend's... Parents dirty clothes oh. out of the hamper and got in there and then covered myself up. So you know, you're just smelling like, you know, some yeah, 30 yeah. year olds dirty underwear or whatever. And I stayed there so long and then I was like, is anybody gonna come find me? Okay. and then it was the same thing. Like I finally got out of they had all quit playing. They're like, Oh, we thought you left.
0: Okay, so now now with that, I'm I'm believing you a little bit less about that you weren't partaking in the peeping Tom. Uh, shenanigans <laughs> that were going on outside i think you may have been the one that was the one who said oh hey there's this girl this poor girl in your neighborhood oh my gosh yeah i you know, I, I never did that yeah. never did that
1: yeah it was um uh, you know the, the thing now that's creepy is when you think of like i think no matter what age you are we always felt like we were not adults, but I never felt like a child. You know, I mean, when I was 12, yeah. I didn't feel like a child. I just felt like we were doing things. Maybe we didn't have the best judgment or whatever. Right. But so when we were 12 or 13 and they were like, hey, so-and-so's younger sister, we could go sneak a peek at this girl. Well, if we were 12 or 13, how old was this girl? <laughs> you know, like that's the things that that haunt me now. And I'll tell you something else that haunts me is as we tell all these stories, I'm just like you. I have kids that are the same age as these stories. Amazing stories, so, yeah. Yeah, which now makes me tonight. I'm going to go in there and see if um, Mason's really in his room or if he's made a dummy in his bed to fool me. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Um.
0: Yeah. So you know, going back to uh, to war, I think I might have said this, but, but you know, not only did my my neighbors have all those cool toys, but my uncle was younger than my father. And so my, my grandmother had some of his toys. I think I talked about this on one of our toy episodes, which isn't in our feed now. You'd have to go back to throwbackreviews.com and hit the archives. And we, I think we have two toy episodes maybe, but um, I had this, this machine gun and it was called the Johnny Seven uh, One Man Army. And uh, it, this thing is, was just a beautiful piece of plastic. It was an amazing toy. I'm going to share it with you so you can see it. Um, I don't know if you can see it now, but
1: holy cow, it looks like a, a real machine gun.
0: Yeah, and you pulled that thing back, and it and it actually was like like it made noise. Uh, man, this thing was awesome. I don't know what happened to it, and we had a bazooka as well. So, um, hmm. yeah, it was uh, playing war in the summer. It was it was. Pretty and did fun. it
1: shoot anything like I plastic think, darts or anything? Or I, I, I think it shot
0: something, but but whatever, because I think there was uh like two little rings or something that you could pull back but whatever there was it it was no longer you know intact when we got it. Yeah. So.
1: When um, I played war I had a um a plastic shotgun that looked like I mean it was probably like a, from like uh a, uh a 50s western type shotgun. It wasn't like a modern 80s yeah. tactical shotgun. It had like the 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 base part was I mean, it was all plastic, but it was just fake wood. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, uh, so so it looked more, you know, yeah. like gun smoke. <laughs> you know, and I remember one time. This is how uh, how we were. Uh, I think it got caught in my closet door. Like I shut my closet door, and it broke the barrel off. <laughs> so it just stopped at the I got the a wood part. Off. That's exactly. What I told my mom. I was like, I need another one. She's like, Ah, eh, it's a sawed-off one. Just keep that. You know, yeah.
0: my 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 friend, <laughs> uh, like my best friend, growing up when I was a kid, he moved away, but his name was Philip, and he had like a shotgun like that, but it actually was like a, like it had metal to it, so that it, he could actually cock it like a like a western shotgun would cock, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, so
0: and it was funny because like there was always, and this went with anything, like there was always that somebody had a toy that like everybody wanted to play with, right, like, mm-hmm. like I remember always wanting to to play with that shotgun, like to me, like the Johnny Seven was cool when I had it, but I also had a tommy gun, like I remember getting a tommy gun, um I had a colt forty five I had two colt forty fives. like I loved all those toys, man, but I just remember. There'd always be somebody who had something, right? Like I, I think the grants. I think he, Sean had a uh, Gamorian guard, and I wanted to always play with the Gamorian guard, you know. But I didn't have one, and and uh, I remember Phil had a, a really cool bike. I think he had one of those, uh, not the banana seats, but it was more of like a like a banana seat. They there was were like seventies where they were like wider in the back and then narrowed down right to the front. Right, long. right. But remember the ones that were kind of longer that were um almost rectangular. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it was a bike like that. So you always want to oh, ride
1: your bike, man. Just- I, we uh, Of course, this summer always makes me think of riding bikes, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, just going out. And um, everybody in my neighborhood had a bike. My next door neighbor had a uh, Diamondback, okay. like a racing type bike, you know. Guys, kids cross street had bikes. My friend Andy had, um, this is before like freestyle stuff, but it was a... Blue and yellow bike, you remember those? It was like the mags were yellow, and then the actual tire, like the rubber was blue. yeah, and then the bike was blue, yeah, it's like that, you know. And then there was my bike. My bike um was like made out of solid steel or something.
0: diamond plate. <laughs> and,
1: and my dad got me these um mag wheels. And I think they were made of like solid iron. My bike was so heavy that um, you couldn't pop a wheelie. You couldn't ride a wheelie. You couldn't. I mean, it was like if you tried to do it, it was just like, oh, like you could barely pick this bike up. It was the heaviest bike. Did your, so father, everybody else is, did your father make this thing? No, I don't know where they got it. I was mean, it a I'm trade? Sure he just,
0: like he traded it with somebody?
1: <laughs> I mean, it looked just like pretty much like a normal bike, but I just remember it was like super heavy. And uh, everybody else had, like, either normal spokes or plastic mags, Mags, you know. But mine were, like, like super, like, heavy, you know. And um, so, anyway, when everybody started getting those um, freestyle bikes, Uh you remember they would, like, there would be purple ones or lime green ones. Like, they had all these bright colors. And my neighbor across the street, had a can of neon orange spray paint that would be like for a construction zone or something and so i decided to paint my (laughs) bike neon orange but the thing was i didn't prep it oh no so there's like like dirt clods and stuff i just painted over
0: so they would just fall off there'd be yellow
1: i mean the chain was orange
0: Oh boy!
1: (laughs) like the whole thing was orange i came home my parents were so mad and now like can you imagine if your kid came home and they just spray painted their whole bike one color you know i I could see that happening (laughs) but yeah that bike was so bad that um there was one day where it was it was a saturday morning it was in the summer and um a lot of the kids in my neighborhood, there was a pond that was like a mile away, and everybody would ride their bikes to the pond and go fishing. Now, I did not have a fishing pole and I did not like fishing, but I would go along because that's what everybody else was going to do. Right. And so we all said, Hey, we're all going to get up at, you know, eight in the morning or whatever, and we're all going to go fishing at the pond. You go, okay. And so we woke up and everybody's bike had been stolen. Every single kid in the neighborhood's bike was missing. Except for yours. Mine was at the end of our driveway. Like they had moved it to the driveway and then left it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even steal it.
0: They're like, forget this tank.
1: And I remember just driving around the the neighborhood on my little bike. I was like, who's cool now? You know, my little orange painted dirt clawed bike. Oh, boy. uh, yeah, but everybody else's bike. I think that somebody had come through either with a trailer or a pickup or something in the middle of the night, you know, and just, you know, we lived just outside the city, so when I would like when we would come home, you'd just come home and just throw the bike in the front yard, and and that would be it, you know. You would do the, um, do you ever do that ghost ride? Yeah. You'd like be coming in hot, you know, and then at the end you just jump, jump off, off the man. bike, pedals would be like, just still going a little bit, and then eventually it falls Yeah, We just. Everybody left their bikes in their front yard, and one day I was—I was by default the kid with the coolest bike in the neighborhood because I was the kid with the only bike in the neighborhood. <laughs> hey.
0: number one. Somehow it doesn't matter, right? First place, exactly. It's first. Number one.
1: Number one. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I'm gonna—I'm gonna end mine off with uh, some summer snacks that I remember, and I, I think oh. when we were a kid. Uh, my mother and my father they had a uh, they had one of those chest freezers
1: yes you know and you'd go
0: in there. i remember first thing i remember it because this is in the back room so we had like this there was like this really shoddy addition put on the back of our house but it wasn't included in the air conditioning room so there was a so it was closed off and it was hot as all get out and so you'd go in the free the chest freezer and i remember my mom would be like don't leave the freezer open don't leave it open like Get what you want and then get out of there. You know, because, you know, it's, it's 100 degrees. And so it
1: felt so good, didn't it? it? it Stick did your head in there all, for a minute. Yes.
0: That's what I say. Like all that steam would, it would take like two minutes, it would seem, for to even see what's in there because all this like fog of cold air would come just wafting out of you. It was the best feeling ever. But I mean, she would keep, uh, like, we had a hostess store.
1: I was going to say, you and I have a common thing that we both grew up near um, like Dale old bread. Yeah. hostess stores like, or a, like, yeah. Yeah,
0: like a hostess outlet or something mm-hmm. and so uh she would have ho-hos in there she'd have twinkies in there occasionally we would have like the chocolate cupcakes in there but mm-hmm. what but in the summer there'd always be this big cardboard box of uh the popsicles with the two sticks
1: Oh, yeah. that you, yeah. Would,
0: you could break in half or they would break after you're trying to eat it for a while. They would break and you'd be like trying to like, you know, and a piece would start falling off. You try to use them <laughs> as chopsticks to, to grab them. Um, so there'd always be popsicles like that and Freezy Pops. And they were like legit Freezy Pops. Like now you can go anywhere. You can go to Dollar Store. You can go to Target. You can mm-hmm. go to Walmart. your grocery store. All these. And you can get a big bag of, you know, Freezy Pops. or not the Freezy Pop brand or whatever. Whatever that brand was when we were kids but oh, they, are they
1: otter pops uh,
0: does that sound familiar that sounds familiar i don't know i thought it was just, i thought it i think it was called freezy pops or maybe it was hmm. freezer pops but it was in a cardboard box yes and they, yeah and and they they had to bend like they are now like dirt cheap right i mean it's basically frozen kool-aid right <laughs> and uh, i can just remember um and some things don't change i would eat 10 20 of those things in a sitting and and my wife and i my wife and i will do the same thing as a matter of fact it's so damn hot up here we'll give you an update it's 86 degrees 62% oh my gosh humidity. you're gonna melt i am gonna melt i'm as you notice i'm getting lower and lower in my chair my hat is off if you don't mind i'm about to take my pants off um <laughs> but anyways I mean, we would eat so many Freezy Pops. And, you know, you'd start by, like, in the house, maybe cut them with the scissors, right? And then it just started to get to where you'd grab a handful and you'd rip them, just rip them open. And I love Freezy Pops. Still do to this day. And the same thing that happened as a kid happens now as you start, you, uh and I know people are going to listen and be like, oh, my God, I, I remember that. You'd get cuts on the sides of your mouth.
1: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. From, from,
0: like, the razor-sharp
1: plastic yeah.
0: that they were on. And... uh God, it would hurt so bad. And I can remember they would, my mouth would be cut, and I'd still be just shoving freezy pops. They're like addictive.
1: Okay. I need you real quick. Rank the colors of freezy pops from best to worst.
0: Okay. So I'm going to go, uh, it's weird. I love orange, but it makes me cough. Don't know why. And I've I've talked to somebody who has the same thing with green. Uh, I'm going to go orange. Um, I don't know if they had blue then, but they have blue now, so I'm gonna go the blue raspberry and then I'll go cherry, then I'll go grape, and then I'll go green. Green is what my about, least favorite. I hate green, but I'll eat it if that's all that's left.
1: What about um now did yours have white, and did you have yellow?
0: No, no, I've had those in you know recent years, yeah, but, but the pack the box my mom would get no there'd be no yellow or white, yeah. I, would, I mean, if, if we're throwing in the um... – Where I'm from, Rob, you're taught to not eat the yellow snow. So <laughs> whether, whether it's in a plastic sleeve or it's out in the front yard, you don't, to, you don't eat the yellow stuff.
1: I would say if, I were, if we bought a box now of the modern colors, I would go white, yellow, blue, red, um, purple, and last would be orange.
0: God, you know what's funny is you and I. Again, we 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 talk off mic all the time, right? And we mm-hmm. and there's so many times where I'm like, dude, I feel like we're like separated at birth, like twins or something. And uh, but until now, there couldn't be there couldn't be a palate completely opposite of mine. It was
1: like opposite, right? Um, when when I was uh, yeah, well, first, what is what is yes. the
0: white flavor? Is it coconut or something?
1: It's kind of coconut. Yeah, I think. Um, when I was a kid, we went on a road trip. I mean, I was young, I was probably like second or third grade, and right before we left, my mom gave me some orange uh bubble gum, like orange bubble or something uh-huh. no hubba-bubba.
0: Hubba-bubba. <laughs> yeah okay and uh um, we're, we're back we're back in synchronicity,
1: right, and I got sick uh it was like like uh motion sickness or something uh, huh. and for some reason, my brain associated that with that orange flavor. Um, and so for a long time, I I wouldn't eat orange stuff like that, like yeah. orange popsicles or or um, anything yeah, like that.
0: I'm like that with black ric- licorice and uh, uh, yeah, I'm not and, a fan. And, and uh, Jägermeister,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different reason, but I get it. And rum um,
0: and Goldschlager.
1: <laughs> so we had the exact same chest freezer. Ours was out in the garage. The top of ours had spray paint all over it. For where my dad had um, rebuilt the engine and used it as a uh, a like a a workbench you know it's it's an engine block Um, yeah um but do you remember like i would when we would open that up and and i mean everything you said is identical to me we had the hostess store we had the leftover things uh my favorite uh thing from the hostess store was not the um chocolate i want to say they're is it just a hostess cup? Is that what you call it? Where it's like cake, you know, on the bottom, and then you have the icing on the top and the little squiggly. Oh,
0: they're, 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 I always said the cupcakes.
1: Yeah, yeah, hostess cupcake. Okay, um, but not the chocolate. Oh, uh, you're going to break my ye- heart and say the yellow ones, right? <sighs> I loved them, and you know, my favorite thing was because you get them out of the the freezer, so they're still frozen, right? Yes. So every time, I and I will still do this to this day. I flip them upside down. And eat the cake and then you got this little like little circle of icing thing, like a little icing cookie and then i would eat that thing separately um but my grandma see we never had the the yellow ones but my grandma always had those at her house so it was like uh right i think i kind of associated it with with going to her house you know but um uh, the other thing is when you would open that freezing freezer in the summer first thing i would do is open it up and then you would just grab like scrape off that little frozen ice
0: yes on the side
1: <laughs> like it built up you just rub it you know or whatever but,
0: but if you try but the thing is is you had to be careful because it's like 120 grit sandpaper too so you could like cut your knuckles if you <laughs> if you're like trying to dig around the
1: side of the,
0: the freezer chest you might be able to you might cut yourself
1: this is the difference between um growing up in the 80s and growing up now. We literally had cuts on our mouth from popsicles and cuts on our face from ice. Yeah. <laughs> we were tougher back then.
0: Yeah, now it's like the kids are like, "Oh uh, dad, there's a little ice on the seal. Okay, just wait. Hold off. I'm gonna get the chisel. Don't go near it. You're gonna hurt yourself.
1: Right. Oh, you cut your mouth with plastic, we gotta go to the doctor.
0: Yeah. Oh get shot. That, you know? Oh, is urgent care open? You ate too many <laughs> freezy pops?
1: Get out of here. The, our um my, we, we, uh, I don't, we weren't, um, poor growing up, but we were probably, this is a guess, I would say lower
0: middle class. Middle
1: class yeah. Like, like, right, like, you know, we, we lived in the suburbs or whatever, but definitely, we weren't like a lot of people. I mean, we definitely had to watch, you know, budgets, um, you know, things like that. So, my, we had, um, Crest. Uh, this is like before Aldi's, but we had Crest and then later we had Sam's, you know. Uh, but so Crest would have all the off-brand kind of stuff that was cheap. So we would have the off-brand popsicles. Yeah. We would have the other stuff. And then, of course, my mom was was stocking the freezer and the fridge because we had all these kids that she was watching, you know. Uh, and I remember she came home and and this was it for years. She would stock the kitchen with um, Shasta,
0: pop you know
1: lemon lime dr diablo there was a black cherry you know there there was one that was just i think cola or whatever um man i i remember that was like in the summer you know you'd be out there playing and and running you know playing war with spit wads whatever we're doing you know and then you come in and you'd go and open up that fridge get a nice cold refreshing doctor diablo sit there on the couch and uh but, you know i we weren't um huge pop drinkers like i didn't like Shasta but i don't know about you man but like we we grew up on Kool-Aid always had Kool-Aid
0: yeah we did we did we had Kool-Aid all the time and in we were lucky um we didn't have to use the ones with the packets where you had to add sugar like my mom would actually buy like um it almost looked like a coffee can but it was kool-aid oh yeah so we we would have that but we had a place and i don't know if it was just a local thing i really don't know maybe it's just local but um there was a place called consumer beverages and you'd go in there and it was kind of just like a very very small i don't even want to say warehouse but it was all it was was like beer and sodas and stuff like that so we would go there and at the time like, consumers are still around, but they don't do this anymore. They would have sodas that you could um, mix and match, little bottles, and, uh, you know, it would just say, cola, root beer, orange. (laughs) Right. You know, cream soda. Yeah. um, You know, ginger ale, stuff like that. And I remember, like, we were a big soda family. My father, his family was a big soda family. Um, So so that's what we kind of would do. We we would go, I, I remember, like, going as, like, with my parents and they would let me like help put together the case of, you know, you'd have like this, uh, I think we had like a plastic crate or something. You would put a case in there, you know, I'm and picking and match. But if we did splurge, like if my parents did splurge on soda to get name brand, it was RC Cola. Like we, didn't, Oh yeah. We didn't like, like the whole new Coke phenomenon and everything. And, um, mm-hmm. really didn't experience it. And Pepsi, it was always RC Cola, either at home or at my grandparents. It was all, oh, you want an RC, you want an RC? Like there was never Pepsi or anything <laughs> like that
1: my parents were both big coca-cola drinkers um so no pepsi no dr pepper no anything else only coca-cola when i was a kid did you get like the we had the glass bottles remember those yeah, like yeah. The well these yeah. two liter three liter glass ones you oh know, no, one that, you know?
0: no 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 i never had a two liter glass just the just the uh pint or whatever it was that that you know pop bottle. yeah
1: yeah no we had oh uh, wow and because the lid was metal, you know, and you would, uh, you would take the lid off, and then it was like almost like serrated, like you could take the little, like the little tabs and like kind of bend them or whatever on the bottom of the, the uh, thing. But we had that for a long time, and before they were before they changed them to plastic, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then eventually, I think. Um,
0: uh, oh, you know what? I I do remember the metal lids and you could break those little tabs off afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. But they were on for me they're on plastic bottles except for the little short bottles and they had like the um almost like the styrofoam wrap that said Pepsi or something on it. Do you know what I mean? It was like almost like styrofoam oh, shrink wrapped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember those, um, but
0: I don't rem- I don't remember two liters or three liters.
1: Yeah, we had that and then um uh, and then w- whenever uh I don't remember which of my parents I remember us having um Coke and Diet Coke in the uh uh in the house, but I don't remember which one uh who drank what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but um uh but you know, for the kids, we got like the Shasta <laughs> kind of stuff. We got the cheap stuff, you know what I mean? All right, I'm gonna see if I can uh, do this here. This is, uh, can you see this here?
0: I, I cannot. And it's, uh, it's good radio. That's for sure. Oh. I, I never, <laughs> I, you know what? I never experienced uh diet Coke until my mother met my stepfather and, uh, he drank diet Coke. And I, and I can remember when they get moved in together and everything, like they wouldn't buy soda except for, um, oh that's weird i do see it and i i don't remember. that's a two liter i don't remember yeah those. so this is a yeah i don't i don't remember two liter s-
1: coat they kind of have that green tint you know uh yeah that's and, uh,
0: that's uh, weird uh, i don't ever yep. remember seeing that
1: yeah uh, and the the link for this i just i just typed in um two liter glass coat bottle and of course it just came up on eBay so i guess you could buy an empty uh coat bottle off eBay if you really want one but how, uh, how much is it uh let's take a look here because i really it's
0: been a long time since i was
1: 40 dollars and there's no coke in it it's yeah. just an empty bottle i
0: was gonna try to convince you to buy it but no not for 40 bucks
1: yeah 40 is too much but uh it does say 70s so this would have been um uh well you, you are a little, you are a little older than me
0: i think maybe a couple months but
1: you know, my wife is uh two months older than I am, so she her birthday's in June, and then for two months, I I constantly remind her, I'm like, Yeah, you know, my old lady, I'm married to an older woman, you know, and, and uh, yeah. it's amazing how quick she uh, gets tired of that joke.
0: Yeah, I married a younger girl, <laughs> I'm two months older than Nicole. Two months, yeah, two <laughs> months younger than her, but uh. Anyways, I think we are definitely at, uh, you know, we're at that time where I think we need to start wrapping it up.
1: All right. But, we need one final uh, temperature check of the studio there. Let's
0: see. It is 87 degrees. What was it before? I think it was 87 before, wasn't it?
1: Uh, 86 right, at the well, last it's, check.
0: It's 87 and a 63% humidity in the room, 78 outside, and 63% humidity. So oh, we're, that's are So we're, we're leveled out with the humidity, but way too damn hot in here man i i yeah. we're gonna have to wrap up I'm, I'm i'm so low in my chair right now
1: <laughs> it's not because you're you're sliding down from the sweat
0: no i'm sticking i can't move i can't sit up it's awful i can't believe it i gotta i gotta figure something out i, I like it in the winter because i like to be cool uh right. and i have i'm putting a heater in here so baseboard heater but as far as the summer kind Man, I might have to consider taking the month, summer months off of podcasting. This is awful.
1: Holy crap. <laughs> you know what you need up there is a chest freezer full of uh some uh freezy pops. Yeah and some uh, little uh some ice you can scrape out and some frozen um hostess cupcakes that you can uh you might want to try eating one upside down. I'm just saying.
0: I'll I'll give it a shot. Maybe maybe before you get up here I'll I'll throw some. I don't have a chest freezer, but we can uh <laughs> Maybe we can try that. And I I got to right. I got to say this before we close. We got the music in the uh coming up underneath us, but the funny th- the funniest thing about that chest freezer is it had a lock, right? And it had this weird little key, right? Like a round key with teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. And it would be locked, but the key was like hanging right next to it and first of all what what is mom, what's mom holding in there that's so sacred what right they
1: they're like, like don't want you to eat all the the stuffers frozen dinners or?
0: yeah the Stuffers uh french bread pizzas which is how i think how <laughs> we got on that conversation a few months ago you and i um yeah and but she would claim she claimed that uh it sealed the chest freezer tighter if it was locked so that was that was her excuse. And, and, and you know, we had all these freezies in there, but I'll tell you what. When I became around 13, around 13, and my parents, you know, were separated, and so we were just living there with my mom, it was funny. Like, she she had some friends over, and you go in there and get Freezy Pops, and now there's this, like, big Tupperware bowl with this orange icy stuff in there. And so I'm like, oh, that looks cool. It's like snow comb. No, it was frozen fuzzy navels. So... <laughs>
1: I mean, well, that explains why there was a, uh, why she always kept yours locked. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> I guess so. So anyways, um, until a uh, couple weeks, where can people find you? Because they're, they're going to find you here on throwback reviews in a few weeks, but where can people find you? They want to check out your other podcasts, your writings, your blogs, all that good stuff.
1: Well, easiest everything is uh, linked off of dot So just go to dot Uh You can find links to uh, my Twitter Uh, which is uh, at Commodore on Facebook. It's just Rob O'Hara. And there are links to uh, my books and my podcasts and all the stuff all right there uh, off the main page. So if you only remember one thing, just remember uh, com.
0: Sounds good. And if you want to check out any of my other podcasts, including Horrified Chicken or The Negative Splits, uh, you can find links to those if you go to alldutchpods.com or you can go to com slash alldutchpods. And you'll find the to all those shows. Rob, I look forward to you uh, coming up in a few weeks. We'll talk
1: to Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Have the uh, hostesses ready for us.
0: Will do. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All
1: right.